Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Good morning, this is Absolute Radio and I'm Frank Skinner. I did it the other way around this week. Absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, sorry, I can't hear a damn thing. Um, terrible moment. Gone mm. deaf on air. Oh, no. <laughs> if I'm going to go deaf, I would rather go deaf on air. Really? Yeah, sorry. Um, sorry, just turned up my thing really, really loud in case I hadn't gone deaf. Well, that's fixed now, the deaf problem. Now I've it? got blood coming out of my ears and nostrils, <laughs> and I've just a little bit at the corner of one eye. <laughs> um, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Oh, it's packed in here. Morning. Absolutely packed. Everyone's here. Yeah, we've got the producer, the. Where is your assistant or associate? What would you call? Uh, assistant. Assistant producer. My manager's in here, mm. over- overseeing. It's lovely. We've got, um, who's that? Oh, the Everly Brothers are here. <laughs> <laughs> um, are they dead? Dunno. Okay. <laughs> That's this morning's texting. Are the Everly Brothers dead? <laughs> that will come in now, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, they won't be listening. They don't get on, do they? I don't, them, I don't mean them directly, but someone will let us know. No, no. They, they, were, they were the first squabbling showbiz brothers, I think. Oh, were they? Whatever. No, that was the no, chuckle. Everly. That was the chuckles. Everly. <laughs> Yeah, they uh, well, they might not have been. They might have been. I, I think maybe the novellos didn't get on that well. Oh, right. mm. But um, there's some squabbling brothers in the Bible. Oh yeah, Cain and Abel. That, yeah, they, uh, yeah, they, oh, the... they could be fractious. <laughs> <laughs> it actually led to a homicide. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you can text us on eight twelve fifteen about um, the uh, mortality of the Everly Brothers or any other topic, <laughs> biblical or otherwise. Or if you're one of the Twitterati, like Ooh. people like. Vanessa Feltz, for example, you can uh, and me, yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't think I've heard Thanks you call that. them the Twitter Twitterati before. I'm well, enjoying yeah. it. I'm always expanding my uh, vocabulary <laughs> or trying to. He's getting very uh, Twitter literate. Yeah, right. Twitterate. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you can uh, you can use at Frank on Absolute. I know you won't, but I have to read it out. Actually, they will. Au contraire, my they friend. Do. They do, yeah. Because Erin has tweeted us to say, my brother quoted Frank... There's au contraire. <laughs> my brother quoted Frank on a date. The relationship didn't work out. Erin, we have to know what he said. I want to know what the quote was, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Maybe so it's not please. broadcastable. Perhaps oh, yeah, it might not. Oh, I hope it wasn't. It might have been yeah. your blue period. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Oh, I hated the blue period. Oh, well, period. if you quoted, if you quoted that on a date, I mean, that's going to be... That's too much too soon. <laughs> <laughs> that's something you're gonna, you need to have been living with someone for about eight years. And standards need to have dropped a little before you have those kind of conversations. You've got to keep up uh, a bit of a false front, haven't you, in the early days? Mm. Maybe that was the problem as well. Oh, you just meant to do that in the early days. I oh, that's so. going wrong. Yeah. I think the early days, like, you know, the first six weeks when you're, mm-hmm. you know, cleaning your teeth on a regular basis. It's what I call the, ho- the hold-ups phase. <laughs> yeah, still still exactly. wearing hold-ups, not tights. Exactly, yeah, which is always... Well, they're all right, except when they turn and the uh, grey, sticky elastic is exposed. <laughs> I don't... There's something not good about that. And sometimes uh, one will drop... And when they drop, they sort of the top comes down and overlaps a bit on a hold up, and you get like you get one sexy stocking leg and one um, cavalier leg. Mm. 
And uh, I, I, I can't, I can't um, be erotic in the company of seventeenth uh, century history. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little thing of mine. Remember that, girls. Frank, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. No news on the Everleys. No. no. Oh, no, this no. is like a bedside vigil. <laughs> There has been other uh, information coming in from the outside world. On 8.12.15? On 8.12.15, yeah. Okay. Mm. Slick. Early in the show to be this slick. And yeah. on the subject of early in the show, we've had a text saying, uh, Hi guys, I know it's early in the piece, but killing your brother is technically fratricide, not homicide. Well, I think homicide covers all killing, doesn't it? I mm. think you're good for both. I, th- I agree. <laughs> with that. Is it also, isn't it fratricide rather than fratricide? Oh, maybe oh. his... Um, when pedants collide. <laughs> maybe his phone's corrected it. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, okay, yeah. He's gone F-R-A-T-A-C-I-D-E. I think it's fratricide. But again, I've, you know, I've been, I've been wrong. Fratricide. I've also... been wrong before, I think, three times <laughs> since well, the 80s. Well, Gregor in Lewisham. We, uh, Gregor. Gregor, yeah. Oh, named after Rasputin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to be disputed. Oh, Frank, <laughs> lovely. Um, we've also had a tweet in <laughs> from Jack. Oh, Jack's tweeted in. Jack Good says, lad. the Chuckle Brothers weren't brothers, they were father and son. Is this right? is extraordinary revelation. <laughs> is that right? Well, that can't be by right. By extraordinary revelation, if you mean incorrect, then yeah, <laughs> I think you're probably right. Is it incorrect? <laughs> I think so. I mean, I don't know, but someone will tell us. What, <laughs> That's what often the, my answer on these the conversations. Crank, what were the crankies? What was there? I know they were husband and wife they, off, off stage. No, there was civil partnership. What Were they? Yeah. No, no, because what? Jimmy was like a, a ten-year-old, wasn't he? Oh, OK. Was was he the older brother? Um, Possibly, Ian. He wasn't father and son, was he? Um, oh, I don't know the nature of their complex relationship. I thought uh, I thought they were husband and wife. Oh, what you mean? No, in- when they were Jimmy and Ian Cranky. Oh right, I thought they were big and little brother, but I'm big and little I'm maybe misremembering it. Yeah, I think it was at legal guardian and ward of court. <laughs> <laughs> I could be wrong about that. Anyway, what a week! What a oh, week! Uh, I say what a. What a week I've had. Have you? <laughs> it's been a nightmare. Um, regular listeners will know that I... I the last um, half hour of last Saturday's show, I was in considerable pain. Mm-hmm. So um, I went off to uh, considerable pain or a scra- uh, heavy metal pain. <laughs> <laughs> you know them. You have to say what's wrong, Frank. Yeah, yeah I had, t- I had toothache. terrible toothache. Yeah, and, uh, toothache. Yeah, and I went to the... Um, I went to the... A friend of mine is a dentist. He opened up the uh, he opened up the surgery for me, especially we had the surgery to ourselves. Oh, lovely! He's your friend, and he's your dentist. Yes, really. The two can 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 go together. (laughs) Yes, and I knew him. Awkward at invoice point, though, isn't it? Surely. (laughs) No, we don't. We never discuss money. Really? (laughs) I do all that through a third party. (laughs) Yeah, you can't. It's not good in a friendship, I found. And um, so. Oh, he opened up the shop. For, he lives above the above the shop. I love that you call it the shop. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> dental surgery. Okay, he lives above the surgery. But living above the shop is a, is a term, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So, um, he, he, so it's just me and him in this in the thing. No, 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 nos. No, oh, no, nos. <laughs> no, nos. Looking mm. after us. 
which was a bit, you know, I had to hold my own pipe. <laughs> I did. You know, I love that I'm getting so fluent in Bromley, I understand all of this. No, but you know your drainage pipe that you have when you're having your teeth done. I had to yeah. hold that myself because we didn't have a, a dental oh, goodness nut. me. So it was all, uh, he's, I mean, he's, uh, you know, he, he knows the drill. He knows the drill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> very good. Thank you very much. <laughs> I love him, actually. I, yes, I'm an extractor fan. Now, oh. it was the worst. I was in the chair for two hours, and it was oh. the worst dental experience of my life. I had 11 different needles in my gum. Oh, 11. oh fine. My gum went a bit hellraiser. Oh. I had, I, had some, I had some actually between, you know, the gap between the teeth. I know. Mm-hmm. Actually well. up there, right up that gap. And then one in the roof of the mouth. Oh, and even in the midst good. of pain, I thought to myself, "Is is it the roof of the mouth, or it's called the roof of the mouth? But isn't it more of a ceiling?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's it with me. I'm always I'm always concerned with language and usage, <laughs> even in the very midst of agony. So it makes more sense, now, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, oh, I had one right through the ceiling. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, well, more. But it's a, it's a it's a terrible, terrible tale. Frank, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I was on about me teeth. Oh, uh, yeah. step to and son. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I. So I, in the end, I had to. Uh, it had to come out. The oh, tooth. Yeah, tooth. And I haven't had a. I haven't had a tooth out for. Twenty years, and I think where they was don't it? Seem, they don't seem to take them out anymore, do they? Where was it in proximity to the front of the mouth? Where, where are we talking? It's back. about halfway towards the back. I don't. I'm not oh. one of those people who can say molar seven. Oh, me neither. I just thought you could describe it, though. Well, and, the thing is, I don't. I don't have any teeth on one side of my head at all. I'm, 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 hey. work, I'm working on gum. <laughs> so if I lose a tooth from the other side, I've said tooth now. Um, it's tricky. I'm glad. Um, Soon I'll just be taking my whole intake through a straw. <laughs> That'd be all right. Oh, nil no, by yeah. mouth. I'm so jealous. <laughs> but um, anyway, they, it had split right down the middle, this oh. tooth. I literally split down the middle. And when they pulled it out, it looked like two little fingers. Mm. Um, it, it looked like my gum was saying, and don't come back. Do you think there's something very 1970s about having a, a, a tooth taken out? Yeah. Because oh, people yeah. have them filled and drilled and all that now. Yeah, yeah. I just get new ones now. The first three times I went to the dentist, I had uh, six out, six out and four out. What, in your life? In my life, yes. The first three times? <laughs> yeah. Right. Wow. Thanks for verifying those facts before <laughs> we move on. I just thought, what? <laughs> well, we, we weren't big on um, dental hygiene in our house. Let's not go on about it. <laughs> so... <laughs> we have in the past, actually, haven't we? I, I think we probably have, yeah. yeah. But I don't, I, I don't want to be one of those... You know, there are certain celebrities, and we won't name names, who've gone for the very, very white, perfect, pristine teeth that they've had sort of built. Yeah. You know, um, and often with a rugged, working-class face... Mm-hmm. Like a bit oh like yes, I've got one exactly in mind now. Yeah, oh, well, we should. No, I'm, I'm not. I won't. Because well, he's okay. a nice man. Well, say Noel Gallagher as an example, as a man who looks like he should have teeth like mine, and in fact has got perfectly white, lovely smashing. Right. And there are certain people who look like they could they could read in bed by the light of their own <laughs> smile. <laughs> 
And uh, I've always thought, well, I don't want to go down that road. But when you're in, when your teeth are falling out and splitting in two, you do think oh, maybe it's time to try and do a bit of rescue work. But yeah, no, I'm, no, I'm going to, I'm going to go the Queen Mother's route. If it's good enough for her, <laughs> the nation's sweetheart. In other words, I'm going to have very small wooden ones. <laughs> <laughs> I think hers were wood, weren't they? <laughs> I think she was fear of drowning. She feared that the, that the teeth would float being wooden and that would hold her um, yeah. uh, mouth and nasal passage slightly above the surface. <laughs> I don't think she ever got over that Titanic thing. There's a logic, isn't there? Oh, yeah, she, she was uh, she was full of logic. <laughs> but um, I was... Uh, logic is a, is a finely blended whisker, isn't it? <laughs> but they said to me, you've got to eat mushy food for a week. And I went mm. and I bought some mushy peas. Lovely. And I thought, that's a bit root one, isn't it, for mushy food? <laughs> were they nice? They were mushy. Lovely. I'll give them that. <laughs> Whether they were peas... Well. Is this one of those cases where you can say they did exactly what it said on the tin? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yes, I, they promised moshiness and they delivered big time. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I wonder if, um, if anybody's ever made a statue of you, Frank. I know you've uh, been celebrated in many ways. Oh, I have, yeah. There must be one in Dudley somewhere. <laughs> I've never seen one. I'm, somebody surely would have dropped me a line. Because mm. there's, uh, there's been a one. A Birmingham would have told yeah, you. That, that, a Birmingham would have. <laughs> the Birminghams are getting in touch today a bit, aren't they? Um, there's been one made, uh, supposedly, of, uh, of Dame Kelly Holmes, but... It oh, doesn't. It's a bit four years it ago. Doesn't oh, yes. look like her. <laughs> Very retro. It, it's it's been in the papers. It was made by um, the deodorant makers. Sure, it wasn't made by them. Surely, <laughs> it was commissioned by them. Has she got like a a sort of a human cannonball hat on that you can use to as an aerosol <laughs> with, with no yeah, with nozzle roll. effect? No, I've seen it. I saw a picture of it in the paper, and it doesn't look like them. And I think What's that's it? part of the problem that they did it because I think. They turned up and went, oh, this is Kelly Holmes' statue. And people saw it and went, are you sure? And they went, yeah, yeah, we're from sure. <laughs> and, oh, excellent. and that was part of the problem, that they didn't realise that it didn't look like her because of who they worked for. Ah. So there. I, so That's that, my theory on it. Surely they gave it their tick. Surely, yeah. <laughs> it did make me remember those adverts. Do you remember those adverts that they you used to the do? The tick where, on the back. Yeah, the tick oh, on the yeah. back. It's, it's reminiscent of a particular era of advert, isn't and it? And it used to be, mm. it's go, the tick on the back is all mine, all mine. Tick on the back, was that it? No, I didn't. Don't remember that, that bit. Was that wrong? <laughs> that, was, that was Gazza and his musical period. That's right. Oh, yeah. I was very disappointed with the, uh, even Diane Kelly Holmes says it, it, it doesn't look like... She did say something Well, like, I liked what she said. It she doesn't. said, it was quite withering the way she said it. It was quite Emily Dean, if I may say. Oh, good for her. She said... It's a shame it doesn't look quite like me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's cold. No, and I loved her it, for it. It was good, though. Uh, but uh, imagine the poor artist, though. That must be terrible. And even down They haven't home. named them, have they? They haven't no. said who it was. No. Or he'll, how much it costs. He'll forever be the artist with no name, and I think he should stay that way. What, Prince? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I was disappointed. I saw the, I saw the article in the in the paper, and I thought they've missed a fantastic chance for a headline here. Which they, what what was the headline on the actual thing? Have you got it? Oh, yes, I have. Um, it was it was something very straightforward, anyway. Yeah. Oh no, it doesn't. And the Mail Online, which is my paper of choice, it uh, it just has a pricey of the story. Yeah, well, surely mm. the headline should have been nothing like a dame. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I mean, fine. it would have been one of the great headlines ever. 
that's first class. Chance yeah. missed. And that's high praise for me, I've first said, class. I've said Heather then. I said Heather instead of Heather. I noticed on one of the adverts that they, uh, one of the announcers said, Halbert Hall. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and they've left that in. Someone thought, well, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with this station? We're on the way out. for time. <laughs> Frank, can I say there was? Can I just read you this? This you was can. from the. You said you saw it Daily Mail online. Did mm. you read the comments? Oh. I love a Daily Mail comment. It was a beautiful comment. I worked with a girl who was in the army with Holmes. Apparently, <laughs> she's a right nasty cow. What <laughs> yeah. a uh, lovely tribute there to a double Olympic gold medalist. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I, I don't know about you. I'm. I'm. I'm filling up. <laughs> We've had two missives from the outside world from, uh, from people texting eight, twelve, fifteen. Uh, I think we should the, the same joke, but we should uh, congratulate mm. separately Ian Angle or Angel. I'm going Angel. We did this before, and Mike at Romford, um, and uh, they've both gone with uh, no face like Holmes. That's very good. Very good. Very good. Great minds, etc. Yeah. In case you haven't seen the picture, the, 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 some people think it looks more like uh, Jessica Ennis. Some said yeah. young Princess Anne. <laughs> to well, me, it was strange. David Carradine as Kane <laughs> in Kung Fu. <laughs> that's that's. Um, now, why that why that statue of David Carradine should stand in a small Kent village yeah. is questionable. Yeah. Why has she got a sort of Barry McGuigan mouth shield as well? Odd teeth. She does look like she's wearing a gum shield. Yeah, it's, it's a, he's completely messed it up. And I don't like the sagging area in the shorts, like school play oh. tights. The what? Sagging area in the shorts. Oh. <laughs> yes, you're right. I, I don't know if that was deliberately put in or if there's been some meltage. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that, that's how they should do it. If I was a sculptor, what I would do is I'd do the statue first. If I was a sculptor, that'd be a good li- first line to a song. Frank. It would actually. Yeah. Let me write that down. <laughs> if I was a sculptor, that's the one. <laughs> um, yeah, what I would do is I'd do a big sculpture, and then I'd say to my mates, "Who does that look like to you?" And if they said, "Well, it looks like David Carradine, Kung Fu." Then I'd find out the hometown of David Carradine and say, I've done a statue, do you want to buy it? You'd phone a deodorant company and uh, away you go. I mean, the deodorant... I mean, I, what's Shua doing getting involved in... Uh, I don't know. ...in this kind of public... Ironically, work? it's yeah. an uncertain world for them, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's hit and miss. I thought Right Guard's Daily Thompson was, uh, was a fabulous... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fabulous was he, portrait. Was he wearing tracksuit bottoms? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they had the uh, moustache, was ebony. It's beautiful. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, we've had yeah. an email in. Just, from... just, just, just a minute. We've had an email in. Mm. <laughs> email corner. I wish I lived on email corner. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Andy Lee. I don't know okay. if he's anything to do with Lisa Scott Lee, one of my favourite celebrities. Or Rusty Lee. Mm. Yeah, or Sarah um, Lee. Or Diane. Which one was Peterson Lee? Which one was. Anyway, carry on. Dear Frank, have you heard that there's a pub named the Pig Iron in Middlesbrough, formerly known as the Hairy Lemon? What, Middlesbrough used to be known as the Hairy Lemon? No, the Pig Iron did. <laughs> oh, OK. They should have got Frank to do the grand opening so he can bring back his Pig Iron catchphrase. Yes, there was a time when I explained what was in the show when I used to say, we've got, um... we got Pig Iron! <laughs> we got all Pig Iron! 
but I stopped doing it because um, I'm basically anti-catchphrase culture. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you work your guts out coming up with jokes, and then uh, some idiot just says the same thing every week and gets a big cheer from the audience. Can't be right. Um, and also a bit worried about pops that are called things like the hairy lemon because I think it's, like, it's like you know w- let's have a wacky name. You mm-hmm. know you get you get things like the, the frog and transsexual. Oh, and right, I yeah, think yeah. people have deliberately come up with that in order to be. That's just in your area and box. If I, if to be I, fair. I thought if I had a pub, I'd call it the misplaced defibrillator. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they should be more inventive. I'm just nipping down the misunderstood reference for a half. <laughs> be great. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio <laughs> with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text us on 8-12-15 or follow us on Twitter using at Frank on Absolute. How was the Cambridge Folk Festival? I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it had quite a big influence on me. Yeah, it does seem know. to have, That's necessarily it? true. I was going to throw in a... With the fold I riddled a fate, but I thought people might start typing it in, thinking it was our um, Twitter account. <laughs> Part of the address. All sorts of confusion. If, if a folk virus gone into Twitter, oh no, the whole thing isn't it the antithesis of Twitter folk music? Um, yeah. that's that's this week's uh, texting. Why don't you Frank on absolutely? You can either tweet us or write a ballad about it, depending <laughs> which side of the fence you lie. Frank. Yeah. <laughs> I did something extraordinary this week. Uh oh. I went north. Uh, that, <laughs> I'm Barnet. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I went to Liverpool. Can you believe Fantastic. it? Fantastic. Yes. Life goes on day after day. <laughs> I um no I I'm quite a big fan of Liverpool. I'm a That's bit great. of an honorary scouser. I've had a few adventures up there back in the 90s, yeah. <laughs> okay. But this wasn't a Creamfields or something. No, more Premier League players. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. I won't lie. Thinking it was raving. <laughs> well, it was in part of a sort. Um no, this this was a this was work. Right. Um and I was filming a little fashion item for this morning. Which you may be familiar with. Oh, well, I'm, who isn't, who isn't <laughs> familiar with this morning? I was styling... No, that's the, another texting. I was styling... <laughs> I, you should let, let me know when you're on the telly, because I, like I like to watch. Oh, I don't like to self-promote. I, I, I like to watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's made for a little No, but that, <laughs> that, <laughs> I love the fact that you're on this morning. Oh, I'm glad you liked it. Well, I was styling the mum of uh, Beth Tweddle. You know the Olympian gymnast. Oh, I know, oh, I know, wow. I know Beth Tweddle. Frank. Yeah. I'm 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 Team Tweddle now. Yeah. I'm a friend of the family. She's a she bronzed, didn't she? Yeah, she did. Did she? Is that what you did? You bronzed her? No. <laughs> no, you got completely mixed up. But oh, I wow. arrived, Frank. So I arrived the night before. You go the night before, obviously. You know, yes. get yourself prepared. Ob. Mm. Yeah. Um, oh. I had the lovely Scouse taxi driver. He said, "Oh, where are you going?" I said, "Oh, it's called a hard day's night." I said it like that. Right. So I said, posh in there, love. 
Because they're poshing their three star. Went, all right, went in. Surely, is, is that the Beatles themed? Place? Yes. That should be four star, shouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Three star, if I was bingo, if I was Ringo, I'd take that as a slap in the face. If I was bingo, I would be a, a dog from a popular children's song. So I probably wouldn't be hosting the show. There was a farmer at a dog, his name was Bobby Bingo. Everybody, B I N G O. I mean, I mean you people at home as well. B I N G O, B I N G O. There was a band who had a drummer and his name was Ringo. Everyone, R I N G O, R I N G O. I hate it when the listeners don't join in. It'd be great if there's a way of knowing. Four people and, and three of them were in West Bromwich. <laughs> well, they're very supportive. Frank, I've got more to say about a hard day's night. I know, but I have to play some music. We'll come back to okay. a hard day's night. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Let me uh, set things up. We're in Liverpool, we're in a cab, and we're on our way to the Hard Day's Night Hotel. Themed Beatles Hotel. Very and good, Sons, Sons mm. Premier League players at this point. Well, <laughs> yeah. um, so I arrive at the hotel. It's lovely. They're, Is it? They're a lovely person, the Scouser. I do uh, like them. How does it, was, was the front door a revolver? Oh, oh clever. I imagine that there's like, a, instead of a porch, there's like a big uh, mop top hairstyle. Over, oh, they over should the have door. that, yes. Oh, that would be good. That would be great. One, a big one, you know, massive. Well, I mm. hoped there is the. Real hair. The McCartney. <laughs> no, that's a fire hazard. <laughs> yeah, probably. I hoped I'd be in the McCartney suite. There is a McCartney uh, there's a McCart- suite. There's a Lennon suite. Mm. I thought that might be Vladimir Lennon, but it turns out it is John Lennon. Oh, did you get end up in the Stu Sockcliffe? <laughs> I was Ringo. I was sort of in between. Okay. No, I was just in a general room. They're called luxury rooms. Um, but apparently, what they have, they've obviously tried to theme... Every, every, that entire hotel is themed towards Beatles songs. Fabulous. So, you don't get a sign on the door saying, do not disturb. You put a sign out which says, let it be. Oh, nice. <laughs> a bit vague, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> let it be. That's not worried. I imagine they've told the staff that let it be means do oh, not disturb. Yeah, <laughs> just... there there's a song called I'm Only Sleeping, isn't there? Yes. Oh, that would be good, Frank. Oh, that would have been good. Well, 24... Maybe I should get you guys to guess what they were, because... 20... Please don't spoil <laughs> my day, I'm miles away. Marky, Marky Smith is in the room next door. <laughs> I'm only sleeping. Yeah, that's what they should have had. Room service, 24 hour, any time at all. Anytime oh. at all. Mm, they should yeah. have pushed it even further and gone for eight days a week. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the sign on my door. I put yeah. that on my door. After, if you stayed there for a week and got charged for eight nights, <laughs> the, theme, the theme wouldn't be quite so funny anymore, would it? <laughs> but, Frank, they tried to crowbar it in sometimes. Of and course. It, and then it was getting a bit... It was like there was a sign saying, can't buy me love. But you mm. can buy one of our gift vouchers for someone oh. special. Oh. I didn't oh. like that. Uh, That's a bit much. And also, I bet people from the local red light area laughed at that. I can't buy me love. (laughs) (laughs) But Frank, there was a giant oil painting above my bed of John Lennon meeting Elvis. Brilliant. It it was lovely. It was beautifully fashioned. Happily sleep under that. How marvellous. Yeah. That sounds good. Uh, and then I had to do my slot for this morning, which went well, although I trod on the presenter's toe, which I didn't think was a very good thing. Five-inch heels, yeah. What, to shut him up? <laughs> no, no, I did it unintentionally. Oh, OK, fair enough. It was Alison Hammond. I trod on her toe. Oh. And, Frank, the taxi driver invited me to the taxi driver sports and social hall. 
They've got Morton. a sports and social hall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I like graciously that. declined. They don't look like they have, do they? <laughs> the, the taxi drivers. Yeah. What, what sports happened? and social yes. hall. <laughs> they, they have gigs there and all the seats are facing in the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What was we talking about? Well, I was telling you about my trip to Liverpool. Ah, yes. Um, and I was in a Beatles-themed hotel called The Hard Day's Night. I once stayed in a uh, Dame Kelly Holmes-themed hotel in, in Kent. <laughs> uh-huh. It was all right. I thought they, I thought they overdid it a little bit. And, uh... When, when I filled in my... You know, you have to fill in... They said, can you just fill this in at reception? Oh, they yeah, said, the registration They said, just, just put your, your Dame and your, and your Holmes address. And I thought, no... <laughs> That's rubbish. Oh. I said, I said, that, oh. I said, you got to do a bit better. Do you want someone to uh, Kelly your bags Frank. up to your room? You know what Kelly I mean? They your just, bags. They just, they just, they just, they there was no rooms named. It was just part of their general chit chat. <laughs> they were encouraged to. I think they were on well, some sort of bonus scheme. In a hard day's <laughs> night, you see, carry that weight. That's what the porter oh, did for you. Oh man, well, they were all over that. Um, good. We've had a suggestion in from Dan Pierce on twi- who's tweeted us. Was this hotel down a long and winding road? Yeah, tremendous. <laughs> oh, I love work. that, Dan. I think Dan Pierce might have been a character in The Archers. Mm. <laughs> that doesn't make him a bad person; just makes him fictional. Oh, he's yeah. Jonathan Pierce's son, so he's, he's very, he's quite loud. Yeah, I bet he is. Yeah, was this hotel down a long and road? Like father, like son. I have to say, I just went to the toilet. I, I yes, I'm human, and um, <laughs> they they always play when you go to the to- you, you hear um, Absolute Radio being played. Oh, they play in the hall. But they actually they're playing Absolute Eighties at the moment. Mm. Now this is complicated because some of you might be listening to this, to this on Absolute Eighties. What happens with this show? It goes out on Absolute Radio at, at starting at eight in the morning, and then it goes out on all their digital relatives. Mm-hmm. At starting at nine, so we slightly staggered with different tunes. Yeah. yeah. So I just, I just heard myself talking about my uh, the whole tough thing going oh. on. Yeah. Oh. I have to say, it wasn't anywhere near as funny as I as I imagined. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the mistake of. Listening. I'd say, I'd say it was dull. But it's also why. It's also why we get. Review it whilst we're still oh, in sorry. it. It's also why we get texts <laughs> it's, it's in. Left, it's left me with a terrible feeling of desolate emptiness. We do get texts in from people that are listening to what we think of as the first hour during our second hour. Well, we've kicked a massive hole in the whole time space continuum. <laughs> <laughs> but consequently, we are now getting texts telling us that the Chuckle Brothers are alive and the Everly Brothers. Someone's saying the Everly Brothers are dead. That's not true. The, uh, that could be very, very op- latest news. No, did you see this outlet? <laughs> oh, uh, I think that the Everly Brothers listened to my, <laughs> den- my going to the dentist material and killed themselves. Apparently the Everly Brothers are still alive. Don is 75, Phil is 73. Phyllis? A strange name for the brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, D- I'm Don in there. This is my brother, Phyllis. <laughs> what are you... What are you smiling at, Don? Another argument. Another argument kicks in. Oh, they always fought. Oh, they did. They, they were the, the precursor of the uh, of the Gallagher's. In yeah. Many ways. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful, silky harmonies, though. Mm. Still, that's enough about their hairspray. <laughs> yeah. Frank. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. 
Hold it. Email corner. Well, this is an email that uh, I, I think would probably involve a little bit of explanation, but it begins, and I don't know how you feel about this, Frank. I'm not cock a hoop about this. Um, hello, Emily. Just directly to Emily. No. No sort of courtesy of, uh, hey, Alan, hey, Frank. Get this used to it, my you. friend. You're not cockerel at hoop. I'm not cockerel at hoop. <laughs> <laughs> he, he continues, you may remember me from a couple of weeks ago. I was oh, the yeah. fellow that gave you an offer of a night out in Birmingham. Oh, which one? I noticed, <laughs> I think he kick-started this whole night's move thing. I noticed since then you have, unsurprisingly, had many potential suitors, so I thought maybe I should up the ante slightly. <laughs> Firstly... I don't know if someone who fancies older women should use the phrase, up the ante. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> I don't ruin my chances. I'm sorry. Firstly, can I please say, ignore Frank's description of my hometown, Tipton, I've got to say it's an accurate description, but I no longer live there and I'm not a typi typical product of Tipton. I'm not a rag and bone man. I don't have a horse in my front garden. I've never been to prison and I have a career and a full set of teeth. I never That's said, more than you've got. Are these all things? Let's be honest. <laughs> I never want a career or a full set of teeth. <laughs> I never said they went. All I said was they have a horse on the front. Garden, that was all. That, that's all he said, I think everyone. you may have said he was a rag and bone man as well. Well, well that's why they've got a horse on the back garden. <laughs> uh, he continues, I now live in central Birmingham. Slap bang in the middle of the village. Birmingham's gay district, brackets. Oh, village, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping this may increase my chances of you joining me on a night out. Oh. I've oh. attached a couple of recent photos, which I hope will aid your decision, or they may send you running a mile, I'm not sure. Looking forward to hearing from you, Danny. And he's attached a couple of pictures. Well, I know. I've been perusing them at some length this morning. In <laughs> one, he looks like a mod. He's got a Fred Perry with the top button done right up. We, we forward them to Diane Kelly Holmes and she <laughs> ran them off. <laughs> Frank, can I just say, right, I've looked at the evidence, the photographic evidence. Mm -hmm. yes. Danny, I think he's got it going on. It's, it's working for me. Aye, aye, aye. Breakthrough. Well, what I would like to ask at this juncture, it's a crucial question, mm -hmm. and your manager's choosing it to come over and get a biscuit just at this moment. <laughs> yes, my manager, I should say, is an Alsatian. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a bet I had with a, an old fortune teller. It's later. worked out, though, hasn't it? Down, <laughs> down Rover. Better than, that, um, that, better than that frog I had before. But Frank, <laughs> Frank, Frank. Yes, sorry. What do we think of this? When he says, I think it's also a very well-constructed email, which mm -hmm. GSOH is my most important criteria. What I like is a very well-constructed she-mail. <laughs> but hey, that's the internet. He says uh, he lives in the middle of the village Birmingham's gay district. I'm the hoping village. this may increase my chance of you joining me. So what I'm saying is... Well, you know what I'm saying, Frank. Is he or isn't he? Exactly. Are you saying, is this a date or, it, it or a play a, date? It might be a lovely, yeah, lovely night out. Yeah, yeah. Is this a date or am I your Liza Minnelli? Are you going to step out to the theatre together? Because um, well, I'm not looking for a David Guest right now. <laughs> well, we'll come back to this uh, this debate because, uh, I mean, I, hopefully uh, we can we can discover it just by looking at the photographs. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. We were now we're in the midst of a. Uh, we were doing Emily some detective been, work. Emily's been we? wooed by a mm. man, and she's been wooed before. 
That's what Jonathan Ross told me. <laughs> he said she, she'd be very, very rude. rude. Yeah. And that works as well. I like that. Um, she um, has been wooed by a man from Tipton who lives in the village in Birmingham. The village! Mm-hmm. I am not a number! So we're trying to find out if he's he, a village people. He is looks that, handsome. Yeah. What do you think of the pictures, Frank? We've got I photographs. I think he looks well-dressed and in good shape, so he's gay. Oh, Frank. <laughs> or he, it could be he, that he's young. Like well, he could exactly. Just be young. And have a great fashion sense. He does have a glass of beer in front of him, but well, as you always say, Frank, judge ye not. Do you know yes. what that picture where he's got the glass of beer looks like? That, to me, is your classic holiday snap. Because he's got a tan. He's got a tan. And what did and your driver got, say, Frank, about having... a small having... beer in front yeah, of him. Yeah, never go out with anyone in the summer, because everyone looks good with a tan. Is that right? Mm. <laughs> Vanessa felt the exception to the rule. Of course it doesn't. <laughs> um, it doesn't really work anymore, does it? Because people have tans all the year round. tan, yeah, It's yeah. like when I was a kid, we had seasonal fruit. Back in the day. That's gone, now you can just get everything all the time. Yeah, pineapples. That's what people want nowadays. They want everything, they want it now. Yeah, yeah. Frank... This yes, Danny. Yes, darling. Um, <laughs> You're right. I love that moment. Um, how old do you think he is, though? He looks awfully young. Doesn't he say how old? No, he used to say, it's, they, it's a mystery. They, old they are to try and tease I you. He'd <laughs> said in a, I thought he'd said in a previous email that he, he was in his twenties. Yeah, he looks. He looks very post Betamax. He was born. Yeah, he's definitely. Yeah. Don't bring up anything before the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh God! I'm going to be stiff oh, with stress that. on this date. Well, oh, we're glad it's just that. <laughs> <laughs> Someone had to say it, didn't they? Anyway, uh, uh, just because he lives in the village in Birmingham doesn't mean he's necessary. Obviously, it'd be love. We're not suggesting for a second it would be a negative thing for him to be gay, but it does change the nature of the date. That's what Definitely we're saying. It does. That's yeah. what we're saying. And uh, it's right next to Chinatown Is in it? Birmingham. I say Chinatown. It's got like three restaurants. Mm. Oh, lovely. Do you know, I once went to Beijing and. That I was insulted. Is that a about... restaurant in Birmingham? No, no, it is a city, and, and oh. there, there wasn't an England town. No, no. That's, is that fair? No. I thought, you know, go out, get a nice bit of Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> to me, it has to be two-way, and it doesn't count. I'll bear that in mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we've never... Anyway. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had another text in on the Everly Brothers. Um, didn't one of the Everly Sprogs just dump Axel Rose? It's a brutal text, isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah. It's a conversational. monosyllabic words like sledgehammers, yeah. sprog, and dump. I didn't know that. So, one of the Everly's daughters, I presume, has just dumped Axel Rose. Yeah, yeah, that text is from Dr. Seuss, who likes oh. monosyllabic. I wouldn't want him being an angry ex. He could turn. Who, Dr. Seuss? No. You don't want, you don't want threatening letters in rhyme. <laughs> Axel Rose. Fine. That's who you don't want as an yeah, ex. Yeah, I don't. Mm. Just putting that out there. Yeah. Are we still technically in email corner? Oh. I think I think we're we're in the uh, the outskirts of town. Okay. Right, the village. Can I get a quick one in then? Do it. Dear Frank Allen and the lovely Emily. Mm. He said is it. That, not me. Is that all you're going to read? <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. I thought that was a really interesting email. Uh, <laughs> welcome back, Frank. I've been saving up this question to ask your and your team's opinion. Which one of us is weird? In case then, welcome back, Frank. I should explain yes. to the listeners that I was in mm-hmm. a coma for two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've recently returned Thank from... Thank you to the music of Krista Burr. I <laughs> I've recently returned from holiday where we rented a house in Cornwall. 
My friend had one bedroom and always slept with the bedroom door open. Apparently, everyone in his family does the same. That's a hint, isn't it? Yeah. I'd have took that as a hint. Oh, God. I slept with my bedroom door shut. That's a hint. Everyone (laughs) in my family does this. And I was considered weird for doing so. Needless to say, I think it's weird to sleep with the bedroom door open. What do you and the team think? Which one of us is weird? Well, that might That's be one from to, Rob. Might be one to ask the listeners. That I always sleep with it. I used to lock my Are bedroom you door. I used to lock it, and and uh, my girlfriend, uh, I think, thought I was trying to keep her in. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I just locked it because you know I don't want the door to be kicked down by four men in balaclavas who keep me prisoner for like a week until I actually finally spill out my pin number. And that that seemed to me to be reasonable. Whereas I'm actively recruiting for that, Frank. Yeah. I think that's all those days of whippets. I think that's your dog days, because... You I don't... Didn't, well, we didn't want him in the room. No. Oh, yeah. Well, that'd be... Let, let's find out if people <coughs> sleep with it and, and why. And um, also, there's something weird, isn't there, about sending an email into the show and not asking Emily out. <laughs> yeah, that is odd. That's, 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 that's bizarre. That's unusual now. Bizarre. This is Frank Skinner. And this is the top of the hour when I say this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Alan Cochran and all that. Too late. The moment's gone. Is that you saying it? Yeah, you can text us on 8.12.15. Emily Dean, by the way, I don't mention her or she'll hold it against me forever. <laughs> oh, I very much will. <laughs> yes. Frank, I have to say, yes, I'm very much a total door-open woman. Weird. Mm. If anyone's well, just the, tuned in, yeah, this is not a euphemism. <laughs> no, no, no. We're on about... There's, there's one of our um, listeners uh, always sleeps with his door shut and he shared a room with someone who always sleeps with their... or shared a house with. Always open. I, I, No, not open. Oh, yes, open. I've never sh- I've never shut it. How permanently, weird. I can't... I think it's very sleazy and a bit Pete Doherty to have it shut. What's going what? on? What have you got to hide? <laughs> Keep it open. <laughs> I find it strange. Surely if you are brought up sleeping with your bedroom door open permanently, what your parents are not doing is equipping you to stay in hotels as an adult. <laughs> yeah, how did you get on at the Hard Days Night Hotel? What did you do exactly. It was great. I woke up with no possessions. Yeah. I don't know what you're saying about the people of Liverpool. I'm, no, I was just I'm an meaning scouter, of generic hotel stays. That's what I was saying. I'm imagining it was a four-poster you know, bed, but instead of, like, a canopy, it was a, it was a big mop-top. That'd be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd, that'd be good. That'd be great. Oh, yeah. It was, a, it was a bit submarine-y. But how do you manage in hotels? Like, do you just have I to... I manage very, very successfully. But you, what, do you have to have, like, a fake door inside the door? I, don't, I make open. an exception for a hotel. I don't mind that. Clearly, but in you my couldn't bed- sleep with a hotel. Exactly. No. So it's obviously my makes sense to have home, door Don't shut. judge. Don't you judge my habits. <laughs> at home, I like to have the door open. It's okay. my background. I always had it open. My parents, my parents... It's part of a culture. <laughs> <laughs> you slept in a Wild West saloon. Loosh and bohemian, <laughs> and we were very open-minded. Okay. Well, we were we were just desperately trying to keep warm in the house for <laughs> Should have had the whippet as, in there. As most of the family slept in the room, we might as well have left it open, I suppose. <laughs> Let a bit of air out. Wouldn't have been a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> Nevertheless, if our kids listening, me and him shared a bed in the early days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, uh, then it happened. Bonks. That was exciting when the bonks turned up. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, I think I went lower, he went higher, if I remember rightly. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. Then he got started drinking. He couldn't do the stairs. We had to swap. 
<laughs> Probably for the best, in case you wet the bed as well. Eh? Yeah, exactly. You don't want to be lying there thinking, no. as if you were sleeping in some subterranean cave. <laughs> exactly. This is the nicest conversation. Well, I'll tell you what's getting on my nerves, by the way, what? is the Go Compare adverts now. Have sort of they've joined in with the fact that people hate the Go Compare man. Oh, really? So I tell you, yeah, we're 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 in with this. You know, we know that. People so we're going to want clever, which is attacked they? now by you know Stuart yeah, yeah. No. That's not that doesn't make you okay because mm. you've turned on one of your employees. That doesn't make you better. A bloke who's done so much to publicise you, you're now treating like dirt and humiliating. It doesn't make me think. Oh yeah, I'm going to go on the Go Compare website. They're nice to people. So anyway, what were we saying? He could uh, he could put in a complaint about bullying in the workplace, couldn't he? The, yeah, <laughs> old Go Compare. I guy. don't know. I think you should bring out a new version called Go Tribunal. <laughs> Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Technically, mm. I haven't actually got a bedroom door. We're on the top floor. So oh, I see. A conversion. Down. There's a door down some steps, but yeah, we're in a loft mm. conversion. So. Oh, so you go through your bedroom door and then up some steps. Yeah, but we leave it ajar anyway so that we can hear, you know. The well, children. then it's not a door, it's a jar. Yeah, exactly. If I remember the old gag, I thought we'd throw it in there. There'll be young people who haven't heard it and thought, blimey, that's clever. What, when oh, is a door not a jaw? Yeah. When it's a jar? Yeah. Yeah. It's brilliant. Well, of course, young people won't know the word a jar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Many of them won't know what a door is. I'm, uh, do you think? Yeah. Why? Because of open plan Scandi architecture? Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, because of comprehensive education. Oh, fine. <laughs> general ignorance. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, general ignorance. I blame him. But I'm glad we're talking about um, the rules of uh, living here in terms of door open, door closed. Oh, you now? I am, and I'll tell you why. Go on. Because uh, <laughs> I've had an incident. I Uh-oh. have I've had what uh, I believe the youth would call an epic fail. I, oh. I've tried. Oh. I've tried to enforce a no eating in my car rule. Now, I'll be honest, in the past I've had a Marks and Spencer sandwich or a Scotch egg or whatever, but... I do a reasonable amount of travelling in the vehicle. Mm. And so I've started saying, look, I think we should not eat in the car. Uh, no eating in the car. What, what, then, what, what's, your, what's your logic? Well, it's... Um, Food's expensive. No, it's not that. It's <laughs> it's almost like uh, it's it's my my kind of... I, if I'm in it, I'm in it for quite a while. So it's just nice to have it a bit tidy and not be sitting in, you know, mess... No, but you can say eat in the car and then, you know, fold up all the wrapping and take that with you. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't really happen like that. You okay, end up with enough. bits of pastry. I mean, it was a, a particular law it's was when pastry. I got... pastry. Who have you got in there, Mr Kipling? Children <laughs> and my wife, my errant wife. I mean, I got in the other day and uh, there was some... You know the plastic, the wax that you get off a baby bell? There was, you know, baby oh, yeah. bell cheese. Oh, yeah. There was one of those stuck to the upholstery of the vehicle. Well, Frank has that, I but it's the papal seal. I said, yeah, exactly. I said, you know how it's, much it's the depreciation it, will be on that? It if drops you, off... If I'm, if I'm Reading a ball when I'm driving a papal ball. Sometimes <laughs> a bit of the seal will come away. They're all over your car, Frank. They am, yeah. So I said, they right. am. I love they am. Can I have <laughs> a clap for they am? For <laughs> <laughs> a bit I of Birmingham. Lapsed, I lapsed back to black country completely. <laughs> they am, yeah, oh, they am. So, <coughs> sorry, Alan. I said, I said, I'd like to enforce an, a no eating in the car rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, days have passed, and then we're in the car, all of us together, children, adult cockerels. And uh, and my wife's going, oh, 
I'll uh, I'll just give them a croissant. I'm thinking that's oh, one of the most. That's a that's a that basically is crumbs. It's one of the most crummy foods you could do, isn't it? Also, one of the part. most carby as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a sort of an aircraft carrier for crumbs. Exactly, a croissant. And then I said, no, we're only going on a very short journey. It was back from the swimming. I said, we're not, not having Did not she try to shout you down to a pan au chocolat? <laughs> we didn't barter. That's then you can do pig snout with them. The I following journey... Uh, <laughs> they, they make a great um, ad hoc pig snout, the, the pan au chocolat. The following journey, she's trying to... You know, um, he's not having it. I'm, I'm listening, but at the same time, I'm thinking, well, this is sort of relevant. Next journey, she's trying to get hand-back sausage rolls to them. Oh, it's another... It's a crumb this point. At this point, we were on the motorway, and I said, no, no, you're not handing back a sausage roll. <laughs> and, uh, and my wife goes, what? Is it a no-eating rule? And I said, I've said several times, it's no-eating in the car. And she goes, oh, well, I didn't realise you meant no-eating. I went, what do you want me to do? Put the rules in writing? And she went, yes, please. And I, oh and this is where I'd overreached in the argument, I went, right, I'll get them laminated if you want. My oh. wife knows that I'm not a high achiever or a doer. She knows that there's no danger of me getting the no. rules laminated. <laughs> So she called my bluff. She went, good, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see the rules <laughs> laminated. You're not tempted to call her bluff. I am, but unlike you two, I haven't got a PA if I could just do it. <laughs> if, if I could delegate this task, it would be great. But, you know. Not, you need to work harder. The person <laughs> I would delegate it to <laughs> would be my wife. Ba- make me feel bad about it for being more successful. But I'm keen to know if, uh, I'm, if I'm in the wrong or... See, if it was me, if there's crumbs in the car, just get a new car. <laughs> <laughs> Bang, you sound like Chris Evans now. <laughs> Sorry. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So in, in the course of our mid-music conversation, I discover that that the cockerel is something of a despot in the car. <laughs> oh, do you know what? I like I like it to be a bit sort of clean and tight. Weirdly, I don't apply these rules in my own home, which my wife also pointed out. Um, you know, why why are you so tidy in the car? And I said, it's because it's like my toolbox. It's my one work tool other than a laptop. But this is Is that your, of, your shed? Yeah, I need it. I need it. Oh, it just I, so, it I, aids my driving concentration. There used to be a comic tidy. on the circuit, I remember. I always used to brush his teeth before he went on stage and he used to say I need to clean my instrument nice see and uh, someone we've had a text in hi guys I'm totally with Alan here surely people can wait until they're sitting at a table I hate seeing people chomping food all over the place not actually the point I'm making that (laughs) is not the the point point I'm I'm making making. the point I'm making is I want my car nice and clean and tidy and uh yeah, but why, the other part you it? made, that your wife was forbidden to phone her own father no. because you were enjoying <laughs> a song on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> there was a song on the radio on the same journey. Like Victorian she, patriarch. She, I'd, already said, I'd already said, oh, I, I like this song. I turned it up slightly, and then she uh, turned it back down to take a call from her dad that she knew was just a, like, oh, yeah, we've set off type thing. Unnecessary. Well... Anyway, I think these car them. rules are important. I when I get my... them laminated, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what Kat does. She, um, my girlfriend Kat, yeah. she, she'll take a bottle of water in the car and she'll drink about half of it and oh, then yeah. leave the other half of bottle oh. of water just rolling about in your footwell. In the in the in the, in the using the she sits in the back. You see? Oh really? Yeah, I wear. <laughs> a, a, is she? I wear a black leather chauffeur. <laughs> outfit. <laughs> And we just drive round and round, and I just watch her in the rearview mirror. 
No, no, because the baby seats in the back. Oh, she sits yeah, in that the back with yeah, the baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, so in the back, every now and again, you know the sound of a plastic water bottle when trot yeah. Oh, it's nothing yeah. worse. Yeah, and I always think, I hope that's your ankle. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're rolling about. When I'm in there on my own, I can hear them rolling about. I find that really Rolling annoying. in the deep. Re- they are rolling in the deep. I'll tell you what I did find. Because I bought my, well, when did I buy my car? What, three months ago, four months? Oh, oh no, okay, what about six, I'd say now. I found a drinks holder. <laughs> He's got, oh. he's got one of those drinks holder things. Did Kylie not talk you through all the different no. facilities of the vehicle? I should be so lucky. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, a drinks holder with, with the two love, and I thought that's just a job because I'm often um, having to cradle in my crotch a, a rather too hot drink. Mm-hmm. Do you know I haven't been able to find it again since? I can't remember where it was. Oh, I've lost it. I've is lost it. it. Is it your arm I think that's or is there a button? It's no good guessing. I've looked everywhere. It's open to abuse the drinks holder. In the I don't manual. approve. I don't have that. I'm not strict, though, in the car. I'm not, I don't oh. have that. I don't mind it getting a bit messy. I think I'm becoming a bit no, strict. I, I, in a way, I hate cars, so I can't. I don't really care whether they're well cared for. You're not really? strict. You don't go coasters. No, not in I the call. car. Well, I, uh, to me, a car is... is, is you told to, me to mind the door once. Did, Did you? Yeah, you worried about the paper. Yeah, well, you, you had just bought yeah, it. Yeah, well, we were driving and you, you had your, I had mine closed and you had yours open. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that, that was taking things too far. That's fine. So, isn't a car just a sofa with itchy feet? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But, hi, Alan Frank and Co. You know what's worse than sausage roll in a car? A flake, all flaky and melty. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. Chocolate in the car. Also, husband once tried me to... A husband once tried to convince me yoghurt was acceptable car food. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Yeah, but once you've banned the flight, what's next? Eczema? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's becoming like Nazi Germany. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. It's not on the subject of car rules, but someone's texted in my Absolute Radio reception keeps breaking into someone speaking French. Sort it out, Frank. I like no, that's Frank. He's just got some of those new language tapes. <laughs> I like their, uh, their bossiness. What, Rosetta Stone? <laughs> yeah, you love you Rosetta they're Stone. They're on the Rosetta Stone. I'm sorry if that's happening. I don't know if you're, uh, if you're completely correctly tuned. Sounds like maybe not. Mm. You, you, you're gathering our friends from across the channel. <laughs> I've not got a no French rule in the car. I'm fine with people speaking other languages. It's just the eating, really. And also... Um, you know, that which by we call a rose, by any other name, would sm- smell as sweet, or whatever he said. Yeah. Um, you know. Do you have Shakespeare in the car? Is that acceptable? That's allowed, yeah. Okay. And welcome, indeed. Uh, you know, if if my wife's going to pass sausage rolls back to the children, why not just oh, say, God. hey, Alan, can we uh, stop for a picnic? Why don't we just represent it as a picnic? Yeah, like, but well, I mean, in the winter, that's impractical. I like the use of represent. You're saying it like a rapper there. Represent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, represent it. I once had a massive... cost 50 cent or so. Once, but I had had a massive row with a girlfriend in a car. Oh, yeah. And um, we got to her house and I said, right, get out. (laughs) I said, that's it. I said, that's that's it. I can't take this anymore. And she said, I'm not getting... I said, just get out. That's it. So she got out, and as she got out... Was she... the car parked at that stage? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. it was... Well, I, slowed up. I slowed to about 30. Yeah, good no, on you. No, no, so she, she got out, and as she got out, she grabbed my car keys out of the car. <gasps> oh, no. And uh, I got out of the car to try and get her back, and she just threw them straight down the drain. She oh, did not. Yeah, it, was, it was new... She did not. It had just become the new year. It was about 4am. Oh. And uh, we'd been to a New Year's Eve party, so I... 
I grabbed her by the lapels and we fell back. We were lying on the bonnet of the car. I don't like the sound of the lapels. All no. kind of a bit John Bishop. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> and I was, I was saying, oh, girl, you. And of course you can't hit him. Yeah. That's, uh, that's my car. That's my car roll. Even oh. if the, on the body. No, no, how angry you can't hit him. It's not, it's so not did you, how did you get the keys back? Did you have to roll your sleeve up and stick your hand well, down I had a to stay, I, I ended up having, because it was her flat. I had to end, ended up staying the night. Oh. And then we made up. So it was a good tactic. Oh, yeah. And then I had to go to a local garage. What? Simple as that. You couldn't fish it It's back a story out. that peters out somewhat towards the end. Oh, I don't let... It's a happy ending. I don't let that spoil me telling them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a happy ending in, in many ways. Um, but now, so it was... Uh, there's nothing like wrestling on a car bonnet with your girlfriend at four o'clock in the morning. It was next to a block of flats and all these lights were coming on because people could hear the shouting and swearing and, and all that. Ah, happy days, <laughs> I believe is the phrase one should say at this point. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've uh, we've heard from the outside world, in particular, responding to uh, my car rules, which I was trying to enforce and failing. Uh, someone said the cockerel sounds like Victorian dad from Viz. What kind of <laughs> car is it? What kind of car it is is not the point. Although that's Billy very much Bob. the kind of question you'd ask. Well, if it was a mobile snack bar, you would talk to <laughs> me about your rules would be even more ridiculous. <laughs> It'd be even more germane, surely. You don't eat in a functioning kitchen, do you? Um, you don't eat in a functioning kitchen. In like a like a working, you're not allowed to eat in a like in a pub kitchen. Or, oh, like a Ramsey. I kitchen, don't know. I only I see kitchens to. when I do uh, formal visits with the, with the old white hat on. Yeah, put the white hat on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, beard net. Yeah, I'll I, I, I just always make sure I keep a tidy work surface. I've told you that. And, uh, yes. and we've <laughs> had a text in uh, saying, uh, why not just pay for a valet before solo excursions? Let the valet. kids eat pies. I, I thought as a car, like if it's a car cleaner, we'd call it a valet, wouldn't you? A valet. Oh, I have, but you have valet parking, don't Isn't you? Isn't a valet a person and a valet a clean? Um, I'm not sure that's correct. But I've I like the, let the I kids eat well have, pies. Let the kids sounds eat like pies. Sounds from Marie Antoinette. Well, it says so, it's from Ian, but I think it's actually from my wife pretending to be Ian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's in the interest of balance, yeah. Frank, we're moving into a higher vibration. <laughs> Not my words. Speak for yourself. <laughs> but the words of Coronation Street's Ken Barlow. Oh, Yes. Well, now, technically not. I think well, it, he's turned. I think in- he was speaking as himself. Wasn't he? Wrote, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he's turned into a bit of an apocalyptic prophet. He's always had the something of the mystical about him, William Rose. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. But he's now saying he was interviewed for a paranormal magazine called Silent Voices. Hmm. Um, yeah. Good not, job. Not, not much in that magazine. Good job. It's not audio. <laughs> <laughs> the Good talking book of Silent Voices. <laughs> yeah. Rubbish. That's- and he's had a lot to say, Frank. Well, I, th- I think we'd better play some music and we'll come back, because I'm keen. But it's, to be fair to him, he's always... We're going to play keen? Yeah, no. <laughs> Happily not. It's, um, he's one of life's great explorers, William Roach. He's always seeking new horizons. <laughs> that's why he's been... Oh, a thousand that's why, of them. That's why he's had the same part for 52 years. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. This will be the golden age when a majority will know they are loved. <laughs> a majority will know they are loved. Yes. No, not loved. No, just love. love. 
I think this was Ken Barlow again. I think he went a bit Corey, Mancunian. <laughs> oh no, they it. are love. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you one of his quotes. What about this? He says, 12, 12. You know, some people think that uh, December the 12th, because it's the 12th of the 12th, 12th will be yeah. the end Oh, of is the that why? Oh, yeah, yeah. I suppose I am. It's, it's to do with um, double. Uh, I thought it was to do with double six six six. Oh, I thought it was a Mayan calendar thing. Well, it is. Yeah. It's also a Mayan calendar. You're that's you, Mayan, Mayan, Mayan. <laughs> <laughs> but he says it. He, he said. He said it won't be the end of the world. Oh. Which I don't know about you. It took a load off my mind. <laughs> Ken Barlow. Well, I've spoken. only got. I've only got six weeks to low MG. So better hurry up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, uh, he says what will happen is that negative and material things will cease to be. Well, that's ITV gone. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going to happen to Coronation Street? Was this all interview about built-in obsolescence? Was that who was talking about? <laughs> oh, you've got to love him, though. He says um, he predicts that soon people will communicate regularly by telepathy. Yeah. It's going to kill, logic- kill this show, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> people will yeah, turn but- on it and just be us looking at each other. Frank, there's a logical explanation for that. A homeopathic doctor appeared to him in a dream and communicated to him via his astral plane. Yeah, I hate it when that happens. I know. I like the comments underneath. You know, you were talking about... What he wants to do is sleep the door shut. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, his astral door. I've heard that William Roach uh, sleeps with his astral door open. (laughs) He is 80, to be fair. (laughs) Frank, one of the comments underneath said... um, the guy needs prayer. He ain't cooking with both burners. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Well, he's like I say he's eighty. Poor mm. old. Yeah, but he's got something about him. His uh, his girlfriend's forty three, isn't she? Oh, filthy yeah. creep! Yeah. So he's eighty. <laughs> his girlfriend's forty. <laughs> Are you calling filthy me a filthy creep, creep. Or, or William Rowe? No, he's, yeah, he's the he's, jury's he's, out. I think we can safely say he's. Uh, you know, he's come up trumps. I'm 37, <laughs> so I'm I'm in between him and his girlfriend. Well, he's, he claims to have bedded, and I say bedded, which you only ever say in the tabloids. He's, mm. he's bedded over yeah. a thousand women. Yeah, well, he's and Tony Blackburn. Did. It's always the good look. And Tony Blackburn. <laughs> no. Wow, that's some tally. <laughs> he's bedded over a thousand women and Tony Blackburn in brackets. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say brackets. They were they were more like stirrups. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, judge you not. Yes, uh, that's quite a thing to end on. It is. It's, it's time to get out though. Uh, coming yeah, off his Tony uh, Blackburn said after he got fed up with the Has it, it gone that way? Has it gone to carry on absolute? <laughs> oh, by the way, if the if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again. This time next week. So thank you very much for listening. As ever, we love you all. And um, that makes me very proud. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.